I didn't start teaching Facebook until I had done it not once, not twice, but six times. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey everyone, it's Emily Reagan. I wanted to tell you about an opportunity to get in on a 30-day boot camp. No, this isn't for losing your muffin top or the baby weight. My business mentor, Amy Porterfield, has a free digital course Kickstarter happening right now. She's calling it a 30-day boot camp. It's to help freelancers like yourself dream up and get started planning and creating a digital course so they can stop working one-to-one and start scaling their knowledge, experience, and expertise. If you're interested, the link is in the show notes, but hurry, the bootcamp is happening right now. So let's talk about today's episode and today's guest, because in this episode, we talk about getting firsthand experience working behind the scenes so one day you can have your own digital product. Rachel Miller, the queen of Facebook, was on my Facebook Live show talking about how she got started working from home. She was a stay-at-home mom, and she was editing instruction manuals as a virtual assistant. She'll share her whole story of how she created a million-dollar blog and then a million-dollar course using her top-notch brain. Hamilton reference intended. Rachel is high energy. She knows her Facebook, so grab a notepad, take tons of notes. If you're a VA who is helping clients behind the scenes with Facebook, you are going to get a lot of helpful content. Hey, everyone. It's a Friday morning. I have a special guest for you today, the one and only Rachel Miller, my Facebook coach, and she is going to talk to us today about Facebook. Also, how to juggle a lot of things when you've got different clients with different personalities, because I've been there. I wasn't in the VA land realm for long. I think I only did it for like a year and a half, Um, but it was super beneficial for me to get that foundation set up. And I understand the mindset now of the VA because I've been there. And then as you move into freelancing, into coaching, and then also the mindset of the person who's employing, because at this stage, we employ far more than I ever anticipated would ever be something possible. So... (laughs) Oh my gosh, I want to talk about that too, because I have a lot of entrepreneur friends who are curious about what your team looks like on the back end. Let's start with your story, how you got started as the homeschooler mom who was a teacher. Tell everybody your story. I was a school teacher and I was teaching high school. I taught high school economics. And while I was teaching economics, I got pregnant with my first, which was like, Yahoo, I'm pregnant. This is so exciting. And then on maternity leave, I got pregnant with my second. So yeah, yeah, I hadn't even gotten like birth control pills yet because they said, we'll give those to you at such and such time. So I assumed I'd be fine. Sorry if there's any guys here. It's just life. Does that make sense? (laughs) I was super excited about my first, not so much my second. And I really hated having to go to my principal and say, yeah, I'm going to have to cancel my contract because I can't manage a baby and morning sickness again and teaching. And then as soon as the baby does come, well, now I'm going to have childcare for two places 
And so now like it just basically my appointments, the baby's appointments, morning sickness, it just wasn't going to work. And then as soon as the baby would be born, I couldn't afford childcare. So it was like, might as well just rip this bandaid off. I can't do this. And so I came home and it was horrible because I, it wasn't what I wanted. Does that make sense? It wasn't what my, my extroverted me thought my future life was going to be. I was going to be the top teacher in that block. And then I was going to become the associate principal. And three years later than that, I'd be this. And then I'd be the school. Done. I had my plans mapped out, baby. They were, <laughs> I was going places. And uh, yeah, that, that didn't happen. So, um, but you know, anytime that a door closes, guys, windows open, right? And that's for all of you that are here. You all, every single last one of us have had the carpet ripped out from underneath of us and we've fallen on our patooties, right? So that's what happened to me. So I came home, I went, um, started working online because I didn't have a car. Oh, I tell you, I tell you like right after my lost my teaching job, um, lost. I gave up my teaching, by, but I felt like I lost it. My car broke down and I couldn't fix We couldn't afford the repairs. So now I'm stuck at home, extrovert person, no car. And so I started working online as a VA. I started as a content writer. I don't remember how I got this job, but I began writing the manuals. Like, you know, the, the manuals, like whenever you get like a, you buy a, a device, and it has a how to use it guide. So I somehow found a Japanese company that was selling products to moms. And so they would write their guide in Japanese English. And then I would take it from Japanese English and rewrite it. So like people could open up their whatever the device was. I can't even remember anymore and understand how to use it. Um, but nobody was right. How many of you have ever read your pamphlets that you get with your device whenever you buy like a something in the mail you I know what you're talking about yeah but I had no idea you did. Pamphlets. it was a pointless job nobody cared if it was Japanese English or no English or anything because nobody reparates them so yeah. I really really I was like soul sucking and it was very impersonal so they would say here's your work you go do it there was no interaction there was no good job they didn't really care I got paid. So, I mean, it was good. I was grateful for it, but it also didn't fill my heart. So yeah. I was bemoaning this to my husband and he says, why don't you start a website? I think his thing was more, I hear girls are in blogs today. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, I don't know what, like, he, that's not something you would typically say, but it so came out of his mouth. <laughs> um, and so I started a blog. And I, I was still writing those pamphlets. Um, but then I also started doing some customer service for some blog companies because I started being, I picked up on it fast. And so I started doing some customer service, basically group management. Back in the day, it was like forums and stuff. So I would handle the group customer service. I did that for a couple of blog, um, platforms that supported blogs. And so that's how I made ends meet was writing for Japanese company, running, managing communities. And then in my little time that I had, and by this time, guys, I had two kids. Um, so my my second was born. Um, I was building my own platform and my own business. And that's where, for me, I got to make an impact. And I also understand from your perspective what it's like to have to juggle multiple hats. Because I had to wear one hat when I was the mom translating, not translating, it was English to English, but it was like, do you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? So yeah. when I, I was one hat when I was doing that, 
another hat when I was basically helping people not argue with each other and running a community. Um, and then another hat as I was blogging and building my own business. And I know all of you that are here, you're juggling those three hats every single day. Yeah. So anyways, I've been there. That's, that's, I guess my original story. <laughs> then Quirky Mama was my first website. It grew, exploded. I brought on a partner, brought on a second partner, then um, sold it, moved on, built a second website, a third website, a fourth and fifth website. One of those websites, you'll never see the light of day because it went kaplup and never went anywhere. So not everything's been a smashing success. <laughs> not everything's been a smashing success. And, um, and then some one of them took off. And so that one's still bringing in multiple six figures a year today. And I'm not working on it anymore. I'm still the owner. I still get a paycheck from it. And it's completely automated. Such a nice. Oh my gosh. And I assume you fixed the car. Uh, no, no. I, I remember buying um, a car. This was before, right about before Moolah started. But my blogs had earned enough money that I told my hubby, buy whatever car you want um, in cash. So that was kind of fun. So we went from the spot of we couldn't afford to fix the carburetor and the transmission to oh my word, we just bought a car in cash. And now we actually have our house paid off, our car paid off. And um, like we, we have no debt whatsoever. It's just super freeing. Because I know if my blogs went away, Moolah pays all my bills and I'm fine. And I'm fine for a while. I know if Moolah, which is the place where I teach people how to grow, if Moolah goes away, I'm still fine. So for all of you that are listening, some of you are thinking, well, I want to do this. If I focus on this, I'm going to make more money, but you might give up stability. So mm -hmm. like, if I put all of my energy maybe into moolah, would it be bigger? Sure. But for me, I have three, three revenue streams that each of those revenue streams, my family could be paid, live on and pay, be paid for. So for me, that's really stable place to be because I could lose one of those jobs and I still and fine. So that's where I like to teach my people to get to. So yeah. have three revenue streams. And if you're a VA, you're there. You're 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 building your three different clients that you're doing three different things for. You know when one goes away, it's not a big deal. Personalities conflict, you're not a good fit anymore. They're growing a different direction, you're growing a different direction. Not a big deal. You still have those other revenue streams that you can use to live on. So that's a lot of are seeing these business owners grow online and then they think like I should do this myself like I'm a good case in point like I have something to share I can write I can tap into my talents so I can have a couple revenue streams too and as a VA you guys can do that you all have some kind of work experience or talent and educational training that you can do a blog you know yeah. you can run it tell us yeah. how you became a Facebook person well, I, my first blog was on preschool activities. My second blog was on DIY activities. Then the next one was on cats because I wanted to do something completely different to see if I could. And then the next one after that was on makeup. The makeup one didn't work. Oh, I didn't know. I put on, but there's nothing else on. So that, that <laughs> flopped. So you have to actually, like, if I, I didn't know how to talk about makeup in a way yeah. that understand that she actually knew her stuff so makeup yeah. has a 35 percent markup so i was thinking i could sell a seven dollar tube of makeup and get make 250 there's no other products out there that as an affiliate you can make that money so yeah. i was like let's bank baby let's bank 
You have to talk about makeup to do that. So <laughs> Mary Kay never worked out for me. I suckered in by a friend and I just am like, no, <laughs> just didn't work out. It wasn't a good fit for me either. But anyways, my point is it's not that it's not a good fit for others. So I've had people tell me, Rachel, you mean that makeup doesn't work as a niche? No, it doesn't work for me because everyone could tell she's fake. Okay. (laughs) So, okay. Moving on from that guys. But, um, okay. So I did the makeup one and then I did a crock pot one. Right. And then I asked people now, here's something I want all of you as VAs to know. I didn't start teaching Facebook until I had done it. Not once, not twice, but six times. And five of those times to smashing success levels. So I think a lot of the time, VAs, you start to pivot. I've noticed this with my own VAs because they want to start their own businesses because that's what I teach is how to start a business. But if you start a business with just one person's success and be like, okay, I did this for Rachel. I did this for such and such client. I now am an expert and I can go teach that. Until you've got that almost systematized that you can turn it on and turn it off like a light switch for yourself, then I want you to begin getting your own experience before you go and teach it. So oh my start- God, I'm so glad you're saying this. I see business owners because they try to teach it too early and then your clients are kind of like pushing you away now. So now like your whole business failed. So anyways, my point in that is make sure you have your own experience. So I did it six times. Five of them were uh, gained over a hundred thousand followers in each. Two of them I had grown over half a million. One of them to two point two million, and I had grown audiences. I took that same system and I grew it on Instagram and had built an account of over a hundred thousand. I grew it on YouTube and on Pinterest. I right now am currently reaching sixty four million on Pinterest. So I made sure I knew my shit before. Yeah. I- Okay. So then that also told how many of you guys have heard of imposter syndrome when somebody sits on your shoulder and says, I don't know if you can do this. Well, I get to tell that person, no, dude, have you not like, look at it. I think we're good. (laughs) So it's not prideful when you have done the work. So that's where imposter syndrome kind of, you just get to dampen it when you do that. So I went to a hundred people and I said, okay, here's the sites that you don't even know that I'm in but I've grown these websites. So here's the list of them. And here's the list of the social platforms. And here's the ones that don't even have my face on it. Nobody even knows Rachel made these. And here's the money they've made from them. How many of you guys want to learn how to do this? And of the hundred people that I asked, and I asked him in a Facebook group, 47 of them said yes. Wow. Um, Yeah, I know. I asked them though on Halloween while people were trick-or-treating. And when I opened the cart with 47 people in my beta, I was like, holy moly, slam that puppy down. Don't anybody else support vice? So the other people in that 47 to 100, whatever, the 53 people were like, but I didn't see it because I was trick-or-treating with my kids. (laughs) So anyways, I knew that I had something. I thought what I had, though, was how to build a blogging or a business, a marketing blogging business. Oh, I actually did not want that. So how many of you are VAs and you sell something to your, your person and then that you think you've sold something to them and then you start working with them and you realize, no, actually they thought they bought something completely different. Yes. Oh my God. Well, that's creep a little bit. 
because then they end up needing help with all of the things. And I know. So and I thought like I was going to help them with all of the things. Like I had this whole plan and, and actually I have it like in a frame here, my original plan. But when I was talking to them, they's like, actually, we really don't care about your Pinterest reach. I'm like, but guys, it's hot. No, they don't care about that. They don't really want to know about my Instagram, but like I did this on it. Yeah. And we don't, that's okay. Good, good, good. What they are only asked questions about was my Facebook. And so once I zeroed in on my specialty, which they told me it was Facebook, then I gave them Facebook and they exploded Facebook. And I was like, oh, I think we got this. So, um, Gosh. yeah, that's, that's where it started, guys. So you got that experience by doing the work for Facebook and then you started teaching other people. Like, how did you know what you were doing? Well, I'd already done it set mm -hmm. six times. I'd already grown audiences to over a hundred thousand in months, mere months organically without any ad spend. So I already did it multiple times yeah. before I didn't have to figure it out. I'd already done it so many times. All I needed to do was create a framework of how I do it. So that's right. where I was still from my head. Okay. What is it that I do? How can I make that into steps? Now as a VA, all of you should be doing that with all of your businesses. It's called processes. So yes. when you're doing something and um, you make a process of how you're doing it, it was a little bit easier for me. I guess I didn't tell you guys, I have six kids and one of them is a set of triplets. So have any of you guys had young babies? And if, especially any moms of multiples here, you don't sleep when you have multiples and their babies. So your brain loses all ability to have short-term and memory and making memories. Okay. So like, I don't remember like legitimately, I only remember the first year of what we have in pictures and like my nightmares. I don't remember like those nightmare scenarios where your son did such and such. And you're like, Oh my word, he's gonna, like, I remember a few of those nightmare scenarios. Like when my son dropped a, the bucket of the table thing on his leg and I was like, Oh my word, did he break his leg? I remember that, but I don't remember Like, I don't remember like snuggling him. I don't remember anything of that, that year. And the reason why is because my brain wasn't sleeping. So like, that's normal. This is why it was a gift for me. And this is why I want you guys to almost put yourselves into that spot. I was forced to make SOPs for myself because I couldn't remember what I did two days ago. So yeah. I also compulsively needed to work because I needed something that I could control. I couldn't control the fact that my two-year-old Went through a period where he was obsessed with his poop. I could not control that, but I could control how many blog posts I wrote, how yeah. many people I've reached with that blog post. So for me, I had to work. Do not take work away from me. So those of you who are like, oh my word, I've got three kids under 2.5. I get it. I've been there, girl. I get it. Um, I also get that you need work for you. So don't think, oh, I've got my hands full. I need to not work. No, this is your, this is what you're doing for you. Like own it. You can say, no, I'm going to do this for me. Some people eat bonbons and take long baths. Me, I'm going to go work for fun. So I'm in the same exact boat. Mama four and I am a workaholic. And it's my estate. <laughs> it's my estate too. So I like it. So <laughs> happens to make money, which is great. <laughs> I know. So, uh, so anyway, so I made SOPs for myself so I could keep working. So those of you who are here, I want you to think if I'm overwhelmed, well, what really what it means is I have to make a process and I have to batch my tasks. As soon as I process and I batch my tasks, I'm gold. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, 
No, that's awesome. That's where I'm at with my business. I need to get better at that. <laughs> no, I got my course out by, you know, teaching one round of women to be on my team and just, you know, document mm-hmm. that and sharing. Yeah. So what did you learn worked on Facebook for you? Can you give us a few little tips? Now, first, let me plug. She has a course. Yeah. If you really want to dive deep into Facebook, her course is amazing. It's the way to go. It's the only Facebook course I've ever taken. I take I took it three years ago, so I don't even know what you changed. Oh, but well. know that that's there. But if do you have any tips for these sure. VAs totally. who are managing clients who have big expectations with their Facebook page? Oh. <laughs> I'd almost love to show you guys my actual how we organize content between the different websites. But I don't know if I can screen share in here. I don't think I can. Can I? Um, yes, you can. That would be so fun because that's like the logistics behind the scenes. Like that's what people aren't talking about. Like, how do you get your client to approve or write? And I mean, I know you do a hit list and you do, you know, your Google yeah, I hit list. Yeah. I for myself and I, oh, it means says I need to like install stuff. So guys, I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, oh, this like later. We might have to do this I'll, later. I'll get, a li- I'll get a link and I'll, uh, I'll make a loom or something for you guys. But okay. okay. Um, but what I want to do is I want to have, I call it now a pancake, stack of pancakes of posts. So this is the system that I use to figure out what kind of content I'm going to put out there. My first post that I'm going to put up is a photo post. So that's the first pancake, photo post. Okay. Um, photo post is like a meme, a quote, something that gets your audience to like. That's why I made it pink is because it tends to get more likes when it's a photo post. So you're going to want to create on Facebook photo post. You're also going to want to do this on Instagram guys and LinkedIn. So like this system, I teach it with Facebook, but it kind of works everywhere. Next one, video. Next, you want to have a video post. So that's where you put up something that's a video for your audience. So photo, video. Next one would be conversation starter. So you have to have people talk to you. When they talk to you, they remember you. When they remember you, they're going to trust you more. They're going to buy from you. So I did photo, video, conversation starter. And then the last one, I'm making this one green because that's where the moolah comes in. You don't promote yourself the whole time. You only promote yourself minimum one out of every four posts. And that's your wild card where you're going to promote yourself. And it's green because that's going to be the thing that's going to lead you to making money from your audience. Now, you're going to want to do these posts. Now, you're not going to want to put all of these on one day because unless you're a big page, if you have a million fans, yeah, post all four on one day. Um, so photo at eight, video at noon, conversation started at 12, you know, whatever. I'm just picking random numbers. They're not even making yeah. sense. But let's say you only have a thousand people on your page. Well, you only have to make a photo on Monday and maybe a video that Monday night, Tuesday, a conversation starter and whatever they want to sell, Wednesday photo. Wednesday, video, Thursday, conversations are Friday, whatever they want to sell. You want to post one to two posts a day for small page and then work up to where you're posting four times a day as your business, the business you're working on grows. Um, Now here's the part that goes on too. You can collect these. And guys, I have an app that makes all of these for you. No way. Yeah, I do. I basically... You need a photo? Well, here's an idea for a photo. So what you can do as a VA is literally go and take all the photos at one time and then give them to the person to upload for weeks. So they have them all for weeks. I actually, oh, I put the stack away. 
I never put anything away. Um, there a, was a stack of books here where I had all my books that I'd like done this for like two days ago. I had a stack of books and I did one post, the next post, the next post, the next post. And in 10 minutes, I made 10 weeks worth of posts, photo posts about a book because I did all at once. So you guys can do these. You can do them in big batches. So that's where I was talking about the process of dumping everything, putting up the process and then batching your work. When you batch your work, you can get it done so much faster. So I tell you the photos to take, then I tell you videos to make, then I tell you conversation starters to use, but there's a little problem, guys. The app is actually down right now. It's not working. So Apple is being a butt and they changed the rules and I don't want to follow their new rules. Oh, so no. Platform. And it's starting like, it was supposed to be done on Wednesday. Okay. And yet, so I'm hoping by Monday. <laughs> post it when you get done. Okay. So, cake strategy does it work for business pages who are really small? Because we have a lot of brand new business owners who don't know what to post. Yes, it works for any size of business, any size of page, because this is using the Facebook algorithm. Facebook wants likes. That's why I made this one pink. Facebook mm -hmm. wants time on the page. Made it orange because I don't know why orange is time. Conversation starters. Think of it like you're sharing a drink with your friend. Facebook wants to have an interaction between two people. Conversation starters do that. And you obviously want money or else you wouldn't be on this the, the business. So um, awesome. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by my very own GIF and sticker making workshop. Turn your clients' videos into GIFs design branded stickers for Instagram stories, and master the art of making your own GIF for promo emails. This is fun unicorn magic that we can do behind the scenes easily for our clients. The workshop is one hour, just $17.99. The link is in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash GIF workshop. That's G-I-F workshop. Back to the show. Now, what about viral shares? Do you still teach doing that? I do, but most pages that are new Viral sharing can actually hurt your page. So you really? want to wait until your page has between four and 10,000 fans that are engaged. So how many of y'all work for businesses who are like, I got 4,000 people from India. I think I should have X reach. <laughs> Cause we've all worked for clients like that. Okay. Guys. Yeah. I was, oh, it was so bad. Um, <laughs> we had a client like three weeks ago, just because you guys understand this and nobody else does. Um, we had a client student who, join our program. Oh, probably. Oh, it's probably three months ago. Now I said three weeks. It's probably been three months. Bless her heart. It's a thing they say in Texas. She came with 71,000 fans. Yeah. 69,000 of them. <laughs> We're from another country. Oh gosh. And I love in your secret language. <laughs> you teach how to dump those in your course and what to look it's out for. It's that bad. I mean, like, it's just, there's just, there's no hope. I mean, I'm not trying to, when it's that bad, the, yeah, it's, and Facebook is actually throttling the number of dumps you can do now. You can do 20 at a time, like three times a day. So I used to be able to dump like a thousand at a time and now you can't. So you just need to be really, really careful to only bring in the real people. And when it's that bad, it's better to probably just start fresh okay. than it is, or block that country in the insights. So Facebook doesn't keep sending more likes to you from that country because, you know, you obviously yeah. work for them. <laughs> We're going to for them. 
What would she do in this situation? I had a client who she had a really good brand and she was running some like ad. She was really proud. She had 17,000 people and her engagement was like nothing. And of course, she wants to blame me for it, you know, as the VA. And I'm like trying all the tricks. But what do you what do you do with somebody like that? I would tell them your page will get crap reach because you actually only have this many engaged people. So yeah. I'm going to come in as your VA and I will help you with this page. But this page is not a 17,000 page because you've got them all fake. So when you bought fans, don't buy and they don't engage. So if they came with, I want these social media vanity metrics, because that's going to sell. Well, then you culturally have a difference of opinion in the sense, like you may not find a middle ground on that. I'm not going to help that person who has 71,000 fans sell with her page. She doesn't understand that she which she did. She spent tens of thousands of dollars. She's sure it works, but it's not like it, it, that. They're not benefiting her. Does that make sense? So she doesn't want to mentally say, I only have a thousand fans. That's, that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow, but legitimately I can't help her if she doesn't want to be truthful with herself and truthful with her audience. Yeah. So I, I'm a hard ass though. So yeah. Well, I mean, you've been there, you've seen it, you know, Oh my gosh. So good. So what's a good engagement rate to aim for right now? I like to go 10% with a resume page is my goal and 20% engagement for a page that has, has hot, like is a, what I call a, um, bumper sticker page where it's about what the person wants. So a topic page, a lifestyle page. Okay. Want to aim for 20%. Now that's of each post. Okay. So that's when you post, we want to see that that post reaches that many people in your audience. When you're a, like, as you grow, that number might go down a little bit. For example, a, a page of over a million is probably going to aim more for the 10% range than a page smaller would, but they still have that ability to go higher. So yeah, I want you to aim for a 10% when you're a small, if you're a resume page, and then if you're a topic or a lifestyle page, 20% per post. So your page as a whole should be reaching double its likes minimum. Okay. So one of my students who's on the call right now, she asked, what do you do with a a post that just tanked, that has terrible engagement? Do you just delete it? Does that help the Um, algorithm delete it? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. I think spilled milk like isn't worth crying over. So I just keep moving forward. So just because I don't have time to like go and delete everything, who has that kind of, guys, come on. (laughs) (laughs) That said, once in a while, I do delete posts. Um, that said, I don't think it's a huge benefit, though. It's not worth my time to spend extra time on that. Okay. So what does it look like with your team right now? Like, obviously, you can't keep up with all of your own social media posts. Like, how, like tell us what's going on behind the scenes. I've been, up until, like, last week, I've been creating probably 80% of the posts. Oh, so, okay. Yeah has been making now she's been writing some of the copy for him, but generally I've been making 70% of the post because I want the content to be on brand. Now this is even true for the post for all of my side businesses, because you make the content once and you can use it for years. Yes. So don't think this is a one-time thing and I have to make it again and again and again. When you create the system, you make the system and then the system works. So do I have somebody helping me with social media? Yes. I have two different people. One works on one set of businesses. The other works on the others. 
But what we also have are banks of content. So they don't have to be like, it's not a high level job because it's a copy and paste. Copy this text, paste. Upload this photo, paste. Schedule, done. Next one, copy and paste. Upload the photo, schedule, and done. So those of you who are here, if you are able to make that content, you can make that content, put it into banks, and then you can subcontract out the actual scheduling to even a lower level VA or your 12-year-old kid. They have to be <laughs> to be on Facebook, so never mind, 13-year-old kid. Um, and they can schedule those because it's a copy and paste. You can't you can't dumb it up, right? And then if you're like me and a control freak, you have them schedule it ahead of time. And then you go into the schedule, the calendar, and just make sure it's all accurate and that they're not posting four on one day by accident because that's happened to us. Um, And everyone will notice because it's you. (laughs) They do. Oh, my word. They do. And they even notice when things are off brand. We had one. um, How do I say it? They're in a different life stage than me, my social media team. So. One of them's a, a younger guy. He does micro, he does some of the graphics. And so he's like in his 20s, um, maybe mid, early, mid 20s. So his mentality is a little different from mine. Older <laughs> mom, lots of kids. Does that make sense? Like he's single. Anyways, very, very different mentality. So he's like, hustle, hustle, hustle. Who needs sleep? I'm like, dude, this girl. <laughs> they get worse when she doesn't sleep. This girl needs her sleep. <laughs> Don't say don't sleep too much. Like, going, what happened? <laughs> so every now and then something slips through and I have to say, um, yeah, y'all, I have an amazing team, but every now and then the 20 year old pops out. <laughs> oh, I, well, we all make mistakes. I get that, but you know. Okay. So you want to know my team structure. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm going to do it as base. Brains, <laughs> and then EA, VA, graphics, and then I've got video, and then over here I've got coaches. Okay, so this is my team, how it stands right now. So I've got me, I've got an EA for me, so she's like the jack of all trades, and she runs like, right, where's my link? I'm supposed to be out with Emily. What am I talking about again? <laughs> what an EA stands for? Um, executive assistant. Okay, thank you. So she's she helps me. She also works a little bit with Anna. Anna has the coaching team. Coaching team also, like they might have some uh, tasks. EA makes sure they all turn in the work. Okay, so Anna is your brains? A little bit, yes. So like she's the one who, um, there's a point when you're, running a lot of businesses and you can't remember all of the pieces and all of the strategies. So she's the one who's like, okay, when we look at the course, did a great job, Rachel, he did a great job, but you totally forgot. You said you would give this handout here. You didn't give the handout here. So I took the liberty of making this handout. What do you think? Okay. Next one. This thing here has a gap. Da, da, da. So she's like the, the gap finder and plugger. Okay. What she's like deep in your business. What do you call her? Trying to remember her email signature. Name, but I don't know. And she's asked me several times to give her a job title. I don't really have job titles. Um, it's a gray area because she's implementing. She's not quite doing like the integrator role. Like I totally, I love that it's not all like perfect and black and gray. And, you know, I mean, black and gray. <laughs> um, yeah. So sometimes I think the newest title that we've landed on is COO. 
But guys, we only got like this many people. It's not like we need a COO. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> so do you have any tips for getting hired on a team like yours when somebody's ready to like move on to the next level? Like, what do you look for? Um, we hire a lot for personality. Come okay. with disc task. Know that inside the resume, we hide tests. So like I hide little tests in there. Like, are you noticing? I might say, ask me for a cup of ice cream. And so I'll put that in there really small. So that tells me if you're detail oriented or not detail oriented. When you're a coach, you may not need to be detail oriented. So I don't care if you don't notice that. If you're my EA, you have better as heck notice that I did. I said, what? By the way, why did you ask me for ice cream? Like, <laughs> that's going to come up in there because that tells me she's paying attention. So I know that most businesses hide stuff in the resume. So when you say, oh, I'll, well, I gave you this instead of your resume, you're telling the person something about yourself. Do you want them to see that about you? <laughs> so, um, good one. Yeah, we um, we hire, we do disc assessment in the Colby. So if you have the disc assessment, Colby, Myers, Briggs, give them right at the beginnings because it helps them decide who is a good fit, who's not a good fit. Know that if they don't call you back, that's a good sign. When they call you back and tell you you're not a good fit, that's meaning that you're not even in the running. Whereas if they don't call you back, you're their backup, which, hey, like when I had 500 applicants, if you were one of the 10 people who didn't get a call back, but you didn't get a no, you're in my pile of maybe one day she's going to reach out to them. Person's yeah. <laughs> not a good fit. So don't see it as a no. Follow up with them in, say, two to three weeks. Because okay. in three weeks after they make their hire, maybe six weeks even, so maybe three weeks touch base and then six weeks, they may not like that new hire and they don't know that there's even another option. And so if you didn't get a call back, it could be that you're still in the running. Don't assume you're not in the running. Okay. Um, and some people will come to you for referrals and you'll have like the stack of people ready to go. And yeah, so don't give up. No, get I don't out. refer people anymore. Oh, you don't? No, 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 no. I don't refer people from my programs. I don't refer people. Basically, you can get sued. And we did. You need to tell me this for my own business. <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. um, Whenever you refer someone, if they don't do the job that was expected of them, people reflect badly on your referral. Yeah. So, Rachel, you referred this person. They did X, Y, Z. I'm like, but that's not what I taught them to do. I'm sorry. Like, you know, well, I spent this much money on them. Did you get sued? We paid out two grand to somebody to pay off one month of someone's salary just to get them to go away. We weren't actually sued, but it was easier to pay them off than it was to, to deal with the drama. And I stopped giving recommendations. Then. Oh my gosh. So, so we also stopped allowing people in our Facebook group to recommend themselves because now my group is where like, Hey, I've got a group of rights, grow your audience. It's got like 46,000 people in it. I heard about this from th your group. And then that person stole my Facebook page because he wasn't a real marketer. I'm like, dude, like, oh my gosh, a marketer. Like you listen to everybody in that group. Like I can't check that 46,000 people. And we had somebody come in as a VA and as a VA steal the person's business. So um, their business page and their, their Facebook, basically what they did is they cloned the website. No, I don't need to tell you how they did it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell my people that. Anyways, they were they were a very scrupulous person, and they came in and were mean. We just <laughs> know this exists, so you can assure your business owners you're not going to do that. But man, I live in a little like happy world where people don't do bad things. Like that's, that's awesome. nice. That's nice. So, 
I used to live there. Yeah, but now we don't even allow people to do their services, except once in a while, I'll have like every six weeks, I'll have a thread. If you're a Moolah graduate and you work, you have to say I'm a Moolah graduate. If you're not a Moolah graduate, we call you out and say, you're not a Moolah graduate, get your comment off this thread. And so I publicly shame them. But that way they can have services that they can go. And I say in there, by participating in this thread, you are not only be legally responsible for any of this. Oh my gosh, I need to, I'm going to so, I need to talk to you more about it. So it's so annoying, but whatever. In your group, I've kind of first had my eyes open to when I took the course like three years ago, I had a little baby. People were asking to find VAs who knew your method. And that's when I kind of had my aha moment. So you don't have that list at all anymore? No, I don't have that list because I don't want to be sued. That said, if you can prove that you've taken the course, we've had people be hired very quickly because based on that post. okay that's good to know i just i wondered what taking the course still isn't in you just show that you've taken this course and you can show your participation and show some of your moolah wins that you've shared into the group and that will definitely open doors for you so okay yes you hit it big like show some of your successes because yes yes show your success. and that's actually one of the things I, I tell people whenever you're hiring one of my grads um make sure you check their success stories because if they're in my community, they have six and they're doing their work. They have success stories and they're encouraged to share them. So get the screenshots from them when they've shared their wins. And so you guys share your wins and get screenshots of you doing that. And that's, that's proof for them. Good. Yes. I love that. So, okay. I know we're, we need to wrap this up. Can you tell us one thing that impressed me about you? You were so up to date on everything Facebook and like you had access to the back ends of all these uh, pages and you could see common, um, things happening and trends like what's the best way to stay up to date on Facebook right now Facebook has newsroom where they tell you when changes are coming through so you can check the newsroom they have developer which tells you some other places they've got reading the terms of service I can tell that hey Facebook is emphasizing more messenger because they did this and this and the terms of service or the more this so I read all of that Another thing, you could follow my page, Mula Marketer. I put the big ones up there. So actually, yeah. one that was released yesterday, there's a massive grant for Black-owned companies. So if you work for someone of color, Black in the United States, and I believe in some Metroplex, but I'm not exactly sure, go to my page, one of the top posts. It yeah. will tell you how to get apply for a grant for your people. For oh, my gosh. So, um, and as yeah. a way, we cannot be expected to stay up on everything. So that's why... I follow Rachel because she can be my go-to source for Facebook. So she has a free group. I linked to it here. You also have a couple goodies, like what words not to say. Plug your freebies right now. And we'll plug them back in. Oh, I'm trying to think of which ones. I have like banned words. Basically, yes. In your post, you're going to have a lower reach um, in your post. I've yeah. got viral titles. So how many of you are working with a lot of different niches and you're juggling three kids under two? <laughs> And you're like, I, I don't know what to say right now. Well, just grab the wording. I'd yeah. say use the app, but the app's not available until hopefully next yeah. week. <laughs> we'll check out the app later and I will, I'm so going to check that out. That sounds awesome. Well, yeah. I cannot thank you enough for coming in here and teaching my magical unicorns all of the ways of Facebook. And I'm serious, you guys, if you do want to take her course, when is it opening again? Um, we have it right now on Evergreen, but we're not doing the live class. So basically what we do, guys, is we have it where you can get the video lessons and you can consume it on your own pace so you can still be a grad of Moolah like okay. right now. That said, we also have what we call a live class. And everyone who buys now or buys later, you'll get one access to one live class. So when cool. that live class starts, though, that class is set. So anybody after 
that week of here's the live class starting, they don't get to participate until the next live class. So it's okay, kind of like college. We have registration, but you can also take the class online. So okay. that's where we have the two. When you take the live class, we kick you through it. Like there's no man left behind. Hell or high water. You're dragging you through the content. You will get a success story. You will. We 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 have coaches there to answer all your questions. We, um, yeah, we make sure you do it. So it's, it's so fun. good to do it live. And if you're also new, you have you have something that you do every now and then. I just want to plug you one more time. You have a hundred perfect people, which I think is really oh. good for VA starting new with their own Facebook page. And sometimes well, we do my clients actually. Yeah. So yeah. not necessarily for you to start your page, but oh. you can use 100 perfect people just to get clients because you you interact, you only need 100 clients. Like, I mean, how many clients do you really need? Like 10, yeah. right? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I forget. I forgot that. And I did take that training with you. And I remember thinking this was really good on so many different levels. I think it was only $10 or is it more now? Is it $10? No, it's just 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah. I, that's a good you can be free, but I realized nobody was doing it when it's free. How many of you guys have noticed this? You're not appreciated when you charge less. So as VAs, you notice that you're appreciated more when you charge more. It's the same thing. I was giving this training away for free. No one signed up. No one opened the emails. Yes. Charge 10 bucks and you magically get results. I was like, and I got paid. I was like, this is genius. And you'll actually follow through. Imagine that. So, so I'm charging that for, for my benefit. I mean, I'm, I've made a little bit, but I'm charging mostly so that you you get the results. Because if you get results, you're going to believe in yourself and you're going to make an impact in the world and uh, it'll come back. And hey, everyone, I am an affiliate for her course. So I'll go post that link. I never used to have an audience to share links with. So I didn't really think about it when I first signed up. But now I'm like, oh, I have people who are perfect for you. And I'm so glad you came in here live Friday morning to talk to everybody. Thank you so much. Yes, I love it. And I see some of the people here. Sarah says she's got the app and the cards. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so fun to see you guys. So, yeah. Thank right. you both so much. We'll see you. Bye. Did you tell I was fangirling that whole time? I promise. I was trying to talk. Rachel is amazing. She was answering questions before I even had a chance to ask them. I really do love her. And I think she's just so smart. Her Facebook course was the first real course I took that just opened my mind to the possibilities out there. And I will put a link to her course in the show notes in case you want to sign up when the time comes and you can connect with Rachel in the show notes. So I'll see you next week for episode 15, where we'll talk about how I put my experience together for a digital course. And you'll learn who helped me do it. I'll see ya. If you're ready to learn the digital marketing and social media skills that will get you hired online, head over to vacrashcourse.com where you can learn about my five-week program, the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Small business owners and solopreneurs want to hire someone who gets it and who can help them implement just about everything. They're looking for a magical assistant who does it all. With my comprehensive training, you can get your foot in the door and become a unicorn. Check out vacrashcourse.com. Oh, fuzzy what? again. Why do I keep doing this to myself? <laughs> okay. All right, there you go. <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. I'm going to. Don't worry. Bye. Bye. <laughs>